Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. Boys, we are here to review another episode of Ahsoka, the new the series, the Star Wars series on Disney Plus, which has been rocking everyone's world. So we're excited to talk about that. But before we get into it, how the, how are y'all doing? Hey, doing okay. Yeah, it's been another great week. Yeah, um, feeling good. Yeah, it's <laughs> weather's changing by us, right? Mm, it's yes. starting to get a little cooler in the morning. So thankfully, uh, yeah, exactly. No more brutal brutal heat. So I'm I'm a fan of that. I hate yeah. the heat, man. The sun is my enemy. I really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's done almost done with Satan's summer. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which is an odd statement if you've ever seen a video of the three of us that you would be the one that would bring that oh, up. Yeah, that <laughs> hates the sun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I hate being hot. I hate being yeah, sweaty. Yeah, it's same. the worst. Oh, yeah, absolutely the yeah. worst. Totally agree. Uh, I told my wife if we could ever win the lottery, I just like I want to, you know, live in the northern hemisphere during winter and then in the southern hemisphere. During winter, oh, that would just be just like travel yeah. between the two yeah. atmospheres. That would be incredible. During actually. winter, that's yeah. great. I know. I might join you. Yeah, it'd be great. All right, um, hey, big shout out to all our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening, and to also follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. But the best way you can help us sharing this podcast with some of your friends, um, you know, so other friends of yours who enjoy Star Wars content. Uh, for example, share this particular episode with them. Uh, that'd be really helpful. So, um, boys, I think we should get into it. How about how about how about a good old fashioned spoiler warning? Yeah, yep. right. Need one of those. For it's this official. Episode. You have been warned. We're going to jump into spoilers right now for episode number five. Just an average run of the mill episode here. Nothing special about it, right, Justin? No, last me. Not really. The episode was just kind of meh. Just kind of there. So, where does this rank on <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> Like streaming episodes. Oh, this is number one easily. Think so? This is an incredible. This episode. is a phenomenal. Over, episode. over everything in Andor. Everything, everything in Andor. This episode is incredible. Like yeah. I'm telling you right now, like the the Clone War. This episode callback. means so much to so many people. Their relationship and to the Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, specific. This was specifically dives more into the Clone Wars uh, and their relationship because um, for the most part they had split. By well, they had split by rebels. Yeah, um, but Talk about Anakin, right? Yes. Yeah, Anakin, Anakin and Ahsoka. And Ahsoka okay. Yeah, but Anakin, full full force here, incredible. Uh, how about uh, Hayden Christensen's like comeback story, man? Like he was dogged on and hated yeah. on in the trilogies or the prequel trilogy when uh, it first came out. Like he was getting so much hate for everything about that, and then now that it's had time to simmer. And his performance has been uh, yeah. a time to shine. Like, I mean, yes, Attack of, Attack of the Clones. It's his performance is still kind of like meh. It's right? bad, but it's hard to watch. But no, no, it's, it's it hard. Is. Let's say it. It's it hard is. to watch. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But Revenge of the Sith goes to a whole yeah. other level, and I still to this day like that. He does a phenomenal job in that movie, and now wherever he this guy goes today, like he is loved. Like he is completely feeling it. And yeah. this episode right here. Is kind of like that the the, the the love story, love song coming to com- mm. completion mm. Uh, of of him and his journey through Star Wars. Like you see yeah. the, fl- the flashes between him and Vader, and then Ahsoka watching the transformation. Like those are some of the coolest. Oh, scenes. those shots were yeah. the best shots when, of the whole. When that first scene happened, I almost lost my mind. I Visually, yeah. the whole episode was stunning. Yes, yes. 
visually it was all stunning. incredible incredible but those flashes were where he's got the saber yes. the blue saber and then you see a, a lightning flash or something and then quickly it turns to vader with the red saber yes. and then back to anakin with yes. the blue they oh. did it a few times incredible yes. every yeah. time every time every time i i just the the uh, the smile on my face from beginning to end of that yeah. whole sequence so yeah. that whole scene was i don't know man it was it was life changing it really so was. like to to explain it the way so when i watch a tv show i'm not one of those people that you know gets up and gets amped like when i'm watching something like i'm i'm much more reserved like, and calm oh, that was cool oh that was cool i mean like inside <laughs> um did you stand I up on that Yes, I was. <laughs> I was. It. This Love is. It. That's what I was getting at. Was just like those scenes. They had me. I was up. I was close to the screen. I was. I was way closer than I ever am when I am watching TV. Like I was. I was up. I was ready to go. Like seeing. You know, the these moments, these interactions between the two of them. Um, I was. I was amped. The whole yeah. like. Uh, through every experience that they showed us with the two of them. Oh, I know. Like, the scenes we got when she was a kid was just, like, it took me yeah. back, like, all the way back to Clone Wars, man. And I was I was feeling the the, the actress that did it, it was phenomenal. Yes. Like, she really embodied the role of uh, Ahsoka, young Ahsoka. So, that was, yeah. that was awesome. Well, it was crazy. I, and I sent this to you guys. Like, um, the person that plays her is also young Gamora from... Yeah. It looked just... Yeah, I yeah. mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then Looks she like was, <laughs> and then she was one of the main characters in the new Barbie movie too. So like she's been, she's having herself a career yeah. so far. Oh, right? How about that? I don't yeah. think I caught that one, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, overall, um, yeah, it was an incredible episode <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, remarkable amounts of nostalgia, great storytelling. Yeah, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, drama, like f- significant drama. I mean, I think I. I think it was obvious how they were going to go, how they were going to, like, what, what Ahsoka was going to do to, like, you know, go to Thrawn or wherever they're at. Yeah. Because they, they showed the whales several episodes yeah. ago. And, yeah, and they mentioned, like, the migration pattern. And the, right. That, yes. We talked about that. But the, but the drama of all of it, mm-hmm. um, and, like, the New Republic is sending a fleet to capture them. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. It, was, it was great. It was great. And, yeah, there's just so much about the episode. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we need to slow down a little bit. Like maybe uh, bring. No, it back. I think we would just speed up. And <laughs> speed up. Bring so it back to the bring it back to the kind of like towards the beginning area. I don't know. Like hey, whatever you want, man. Whatever. Okay, so when um, uh, Hera and Jason are are just kind of at that that uh, ruins, trying to figure out where the, the hedge. Heck, yes, the hedge. Uh, hedge. Hedge. Um, where they're trying to figure out where um, where Ahsoka went. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see these these glimpses of Jason kind of just being in tune with with the Force, and then uh, we have uh, Hu Yang uh, confirming he's like he's special abilities um, to um, yeah. Teva, uh, Carson Teva. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, just the fact that Hera was like tr- listening to him and the waves, you hear the the lightsaber battles, like that kind of stuff, like like that that storyline right there like i was into that as well like aside of uh the ahsoka and uh, anakin it, it was a cool yeah. way yeah. of like making his story meaningful for the story of the ahsoka season yeah like you know they weren't just like oh hey he has powers they it, like it came out in and it wasn't like it was like out of the blue type of thing either. It was very. It, they had laid some of the groundwork mm-hmm. and they're showing it through through this, and then it mean it actually means something for the storyline of this episode specifically, which is always well is well just good writing. 
you know? Yeah, I think the writing, the best part for me about the Jason stuff, and again, because they, they, they laid some groundwork in the past couple episodes with it, with his character. But the best thing was it didn't just feel, a lot of times it just feels like Star Wars, Star Wars historically, and this is all, I imagine, this is all Filoni's leadership, but a lot of times Star Wars will do just like cheesy, dumb things sometimes when like, and like a new character will just be like way too powerful. <laughs> yeah. And oh, like, yeah. And you just don't care about them, you know? Omega. Yeah. Omega, yeah. There you go. Good example. <laughs> or just Ray, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in general. Um, so it's like, what everything was kind of subtle with Jason. Um, and he he's not like super serious or super overly confident, you yeah. know? It just like, it just flowed well, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but it's so important. Yeah. And, and, and I love how he was like listening. And he heard the lightsaber sounds, which will, you know, I want to talk about that in a minute. But yeah, Jason's character I really like. Yeah. So, yep. and he's got some cool green hair. Real. <laughs> yeah. You just which, wish you had green which hair. Which is one so. of the cool, well, it's, it's basically the only nod to Hera. Yeah. Like of, of any of, all, yeah, exactly. any of his traits that yeah. he has that slight tint of green hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, he needs something physical. Yes, he needs something <laughs> to show that he's like his, you know, mother's son. Um, so that was cool, and I, I, I and I like the way the like the relationship even between Hera and Jason. You know, it was she was both she was, you know, she acted like a mother. Like she wasn't o- overly crazy with him so far, you know, and she was. You, you got to see her be a little better of a mother in this episode than she was possibly oh, yeah. in the last episode, oh, yeah. <laughs> with bringing him to this place. Although maybe like now she always knew she needed him because she knows he's got abilities. Yeah, you know that's actually. I mean, I didn't think about that until right this second, and well, you know what? That makes a lot more sense. It, well, it, it's got to because like, and she like totally trusts him. You know, I think at one point when he's like, "Mom, the wave," she's like, "Hush." Then he said something else, and now she's like, okay, well, let me actually pay attention. Yeah. You yeah. know, so maybe, like, you know, she's she's a general. She's really smart, I think. Yeah. Right? So, like, maybe yeah, she she's just very, knew. She's very intelligent. Yes. Yeah, so maybe she just knew, like, hey, I'm out of my depths. I need someone with <laughs> well, abilities. Well, and she knows that, I mean, she's, you know, had a child with a Jedi, and then she yeah. was very close friends with another Jedi, and then you have a, another Jedi who's, you know, in Ahsoka, <laughs> right. and another Force-sensitive person is Sabine. So she's been surrounded by these people who the understand. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. that she she's been surrounded by these people who understand this world that she doesn't understand. But she's gotten to the point to where she knows that she she doesn't she knows that her own mind won't always be able to per- perceive these things, and that she needs to be able to step back. And listen to people who are force sensitive in these moments. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. so that because th- there's gonna be things that are just gonna pass that she isn't gonna get. Yeah, totally. which the the search for Ahsoka was definitely one of those one of those things because I mean, how many times? Oh, we've already checked. We've already checked, and just yeah. like no, they've go, got all their technology yeah. trying to do you go know? lower, like right. figure it yeah. out. Like, <laughs> okay, so let's get into Ahsoka in. Whatever the hell she was in. Yeah, exactly. Any any thoughts on what this officially was? I mean, to me, it's like, like she died, or she was passed out. I mean, I don't know if this was like honestly. Yeah, I think she was for a while. I thought this was in her head, yeah. but it can't be because I think she was passed out, and I do think it actually was in her head. So how did Jason hear lightsabers then? Well, 
I mean, that's a that's a great point. But I maybe it was because it was like happening it, in the force plane, whatever I the thought, heck that is. I was is. thinking, yeah, like it's. I think yeah. it's happening in like another dimension. Yeah, kinda. I think her body is knocked out, passed out. Sure, there. Yeah. Okay, but yes, I do think all of this is happening in another like. My point is, yeah. I think those lightsaber shots or the the lightsaber battle was real, like physical, physical. in another dimension. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. The way I kind of see it is, it's My sort God. of like when you're in a room and then there you have a wall and there's just another part on the other side. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So there's this part on the other the, the other side would be the other part of the universe. You're in your universe, and then you never think about that in between space that's actually in the wall. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. where this is supposed to be. Sort of like it's that space between space. Yeah, you yeah, know? and I think I can, I can, I think I can like happily say yes, I agree with that. Like, I think that's gonna be fine. Like, whatever it is, I'm not gonna dig too deep into the the mechanics and the. You're not gonna dig too deep into that. has every Jedi had this moment? Right, correct. Yeah, no, that was my, that was my first thought. I'm gonna accept that, and yeah. uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take what happened inside of that and break that down because just enjoy the it. dialogue between them was fantastic. Yes. Um, we had a lot of uh, lines from Anakin that uh, were reminiscent of lines he said yeah. in Clone Wars and in Rebels. Which um, is kind of interesting because none of those lines were actually said by Hayden Christensen. No, um, you're right. Which, Correct. <laughs> yes. Because he was, he was voiced by a different uh, vo- actor mm. in the animated Wars, stuff. Yep. Um, so, But it was, it was very much... It, it was a lot more like... He was in Clone Wars, the animated yes. series. He was he was a little more playful with his words um, when he was when he was doing certain things. Um, he was more charismatic than mm. he really is in yeah. any, any of the live action stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so 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 that's always really cool because he, I mean, it, it's interesting because like the live action version of him, he's very like kind of like he, he he's kind of like a one-dimensional character in a lot of ways. <laughs> underestimate kind of like, my power. He, he, he's, in a lot of ways, he's actually more... He, I need, he's I need a, that too. He's yeah. actually more like a cardboard <laughs> animated copy yeah. in the live action than he is in the animated. In the animated, he's much more fleshed out and yeah. 3D. Well, here's the crazy you know? thing. Here's the <laughs> crazy thing. Um, the interview with Hayden Christensen, they said, like, how are you like preparing for all this kind of stuff, right? He said he watched like Clone Wars over and over again and he said he was doing his best to emulate the character that developed through, Clo- yeah. through Clone Wars which we see that here you Good mentioned on him. You're, you're, awesome. yeah you're mentioning like the the charisma and the characteristics yes. like he brings that out and which is great and uh and i really think that when he take when they're having a lightsaber battle the first time and he breaks the floor and she falls down and then she's young again like that whole scene feels like it is yeah. cut from Clone yeah, Wars. 100%. He, so that it's uh, kudos on him. Yes, like you said, T. Roll, uh, but for getting that uh, emotion and that the feeling down, and to get out of his own way. Yeah, you know, because you could be a little bit butthurt as the actor to be like, <laughs> f- from the idea of like, okay, well, this was my character yeah, first. Yeah. Why am I not? Voicing you know, why him am out? I? Yeah. Why or, or why am I having to change the way I did it to be more like this true second version of him? Very you know, true. so like to get out of his own way to be able to be understand that, you know, getting more like the Clone Wars version fits better for what they are doing here. Is that just because like <clears throat> they just he wasn't well received in the in the prequels? I mean, it could be that, but it also could be that he truly respected the way that the it take. was portrayed. Yeah. Like, the, the first time around in the Clone Wars and or maybe he was a fan from that. No, no, no. I'm talking get-go. about why he wasn't cast to do his own voice. Oh, um. 
I just think it was he's a money. Movie, he's a movie star. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that well, kind of yeah, thing. It's yeah. really just one of those things I think where anytime you do anything animated, you're mm-hmm. unlikely to get the big stars. Nowadays, nowadays that's changed. It, it, yeah. it has changed quite a bit, yeah. but especially but then, then yeah. and mm-hmm. from the fact that you know. The way where Star Wars was like yeah. feeling wise is like, also. Hayden Christian was doing Jumper back then. Like he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't worried about Clone Wars. Like that's yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Jumper. <laughs> all right. Um, well, let's let's talk about this. So first of all, they're on this, this space bridge. So, yes. so that's what I'm gonna call it. Okay. Yeah. This, which looked cool. But it, yeah. The whole the, the whole. It looked like something looked cool. out of a video game. Yeah. Like a a yeah. good video game too. <laughs> like because again, visually, in, in, like this whole episode was stunning. To yes, me. So, I agree. Uh, on this space bridge, I think Anakin says something. I don't know. I'm gonna take a shot here. I still have a lot to show you, or train mm-hmm. you, or teach you. And then he like hits the bridge. She falls. She lands in essentially. Tell me if I'm wrong. A flashback. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. As younger Ahsoka, but it's the Clone Wars. So there's two scenes. We'll start with the first one. Yeah. The Clone Wars. Yep. Yes. Um. And yeah, what was that like for you guys watching this scene? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seeing, God, seeing off, those clone troopers, yeah, the clone troopers and young Ahsoka at the same time, yes. especially uh, like when Ahsoka, young Ahsoka, pulled out her like green lightsabers. I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, like they, like we're going way back. Yeah, they're here. doing so it. So yeah. it's uh, it it was fun. It was fun yeah. to see. It really was. And uh, I mean, I enjoyed seeing um, Anakin in his armor, like the armor uh, Jedi that yeah. he had, and, sh- and he had shorter hair too. If shorter you didn't hair. Notice. Yep. And uh, him teaching her at the yes. same time, like she's confused, she's trying to figure out what's going on. But he's he's trying to communicate to her that like, hey, like pay attention, like what's going on around you, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like this this stuff is happening, and I, this is what I want to show you, that kind of thing. And then, uh, dude, it, like she, that, I'm telling you, that actress did a really good job, like because I really felt like I was watching Clone Wars yeah. there in that scene. So good. Yeah, it was. She did. She did a really good job, um, and. It was just—it was really cool seeing the clone troopers actually show back up, That's and cool. yeah. um, you actually get Tamara Morrison. Yes, you do. Like, yeah. and they literally in the captions they say Captain Rex. Yeah, and so that was super cool seeing that. But it was really—it was weird because anytime they had his, um, they the, the few that had their helmets off had covered their face, face covered. Yeah. So obviously, I don't think Tamara Morrison was there. Yeah. Um, no, no, he was not. So it would been it would be cool to see him with it the, been a nice touch. with the helmet off. It would have been a nice uh, touch. Yeah. Even just even just actually Captain Rex like something. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. if it just been a moment where he like had his helmet off and had off to the side, and then they, you know, when they ran off, he just like put his helmet back on and they just like go mm-hmm. off. That would have been super cool. Yeah. Um. But so it was really cool actually hearing him uh speak, and um. Of course, I think getting it out to like the brass tacks of what all this is supposed to be. Um, I think a lot of this is about Ahsoka learning to allow herself to be a master mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. That's what I think this is largely about because what we have seen in she's been hesitant with Sabine. Um, you know, as is pulling her in as her apprentice. And we've kind of always thought the, the way that it's been presented so far is that um, it's because Ahsoka doesn't think Sabine is ready. And I think this episode kind of flips it on its head and it's saying maybe it was Sabine not being ready, but I think a lot of it is Ahsoka was not ready to take on an apprentice. 
Yeah. Because you see in this episode, they talk a lot about the master-apprentice relationship, and they're t- they're talking about oh when they're talking about the lineage, and she's talking about um um. Uh, Anakin is talking about what he is teaching her to do, what she needs to do right now. Well, and then she's bringing up, well, is that all I'm going to be able to pass on to my Padawan? Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, that's a very important line in the entire episode because I think that's the the point. That's like the, the breaking point for her is she, in a way, what, did, wanted to stop that relationship that was her as only this warrior and she didn't want to pass on that part of herself to her next Padawan. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, they definitely played up the uh, master apprentice uh, relationship for sure. Um, And I, I think um, her being hesitant had to do with obviously how Anakin turned out. Like she didn't know um, what she could bring to the table to where, to where uh, Sabine would, would, see her as the master like yeah. i don't know it, it was it was interesting to see uh, anakin back in the master role um because yeah. i mean theoretically he never became an actual master uh yeah. in his own right but uh he assumed that position with his yes. secret apprentice um but yeah it was it was um it was very good to see that whole entire sequence and then going into the siege of mandalore and Hold on, pause. i know you guys want to talk a lot about that so yeah. let me let me ask some questions before you sure get there. go for it so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, as a guy who doesn't have all of the background that you guys do with all the animated shows, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out exactly, because you said the brass tacks of what this was really about. Mm-hmm. And I even feel like, you know, he, he mentions Anakin, like, I created you as a warrior. Mm, yeah. And I think she doesn't want that, right? Because in yeah. the Clone Wars, she's like, I don't want to fight. Is, yes. is, is that essentially mm-hmm. why she breaks off from Anakin? Uh, like real quick, let that be a short answer because I have a, mo- a part two to this question. <laughs> I was like, th- it can't be a short answer though, so okay, like it's, okay. there's a lot more to that. So maybe ask your part two first. Yeah. So yeah. like my theory, or not my theory, my I guess I'm trying to understand this again as a guy mm-hmm. who didn't watch all the animated stuff. Like she breaks off from Anakin. Um, she doesn't just want to fight. She knows about this death and destruction that she's a part of. Lord Balin even says it in this in the past episode. Like yeah. that's her legacy. Yeah. Um, but ultimately like Anakin, I I kind of understood it as like, she needed to tap into the warrior that he created her to be for him to defeat him for her, excuse me, for her to defeat him on that bridge. Mm. That's, I mean, yeah. Like she had to get. Okay. Okay. Go, go, go ahead. Yeah. Like she, she had to like fully embrace the way he trained her to defeat him. And like now, I I was taking that I was taking that as like oh okay like she needs to be this badass warrior yeah. if she's gonna help the cause yeah. you know so what I will say to that is the most basic Star Wars answer okay which is <laughs> balance okay that she needed to tap into that warrior but as you see she doesn't give in all the way she doesn't kill she him. she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't kill him she. She chooses, as she says, I, I choose to live. And so, like, in that moment, she's taking the best of his teachings and seeing the errors in his teaching and mixing them together for a balanced approach. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that was okay. kind of, like, the idea is that she was kind of broke. She was broken in, like, the way that she saw the way that Jedis were trained at during her time. And she needed to 
correct that in her own head before she could move forward as a master. Yeah. Okay. Which I, I find it interesting altogether, the fact that when she was being trained, it was wartime. It was it yes. was uh, all the chaos happening with the droids and the clones and I'm not really sure that she is understanding how to be a master in a time where uh, Sabine is, and there's supposed to be peace. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to wrap my head around mm-hmm. of her trying to become a master during these times rather than the war times that I, I previously mentioned. So it, it's just, it was interesting dynamic. The, yeah, the context. The, yes, is different. exactly. The context is, is different because Anakin is training her to be like that warrior, right? We see these clips of him uh, coaching her and teaching her in these moments of war, right? But um, they're not necessarily at war right now when, when the show is taking place, right? Like they had defeated the Empire and now they're kind of in this moment of peace. She even, she has these meetings with, with the councilmen and, uh, and, it's it's not like oh like there's a heavy war activity going on no 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 it's like how are we going to keep the peace right yeah and uh, you're bringing up these things about Thrawn that are, f- frankly have no evidence to and you're trying to create war again right like that's that's the era that they're living in like they're trying to focus on this peace right yeah. but there's but that's not the time so then here she is like how am I going to be a master during this time. Which is interesting because a lot of the you never really see any of those moments between her and Anakin that you would see traditionally that were Jedi training moments. You know, you know, you don't see the, you know, Luke carrying Yoda on his back moments. You don't see even like Luke and even when you see the the way Luke and uh, Grogu are training. Yeah. You know, like you see a lot of the time is more based on, you know, calm rather than anger. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, violence. <laughs> so, does that mean that Anakin is a uh, a worse master if he's not carrying Ahsoka on his back? Is that what you're saying? Or Ahsoka's not carrying Anakin on his back? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying that he doesn't know how to train like that. Mm, okay, that's a good point. But I feel like he's doing more of the like the mental training. Like he is he's asking her questions about uh, situations. <laughs> he's asking her questions about um, just. Uh, circumstances like what's going on in in the moment and and what yeah. is your reaction in this moment like they're they the yes they're in the moment but he's taking a moment i'm saying moment a lot but he's taking a, a a second here to discuss what she will do right now right this second so he's like it's it's circumstantial is what he's really uh trying to get at so i don't know I, I it's it's definitely interesting the dialogue that they're having and we we get some cool we get some cool scenes from like the siege of Mandalore we do and yeah. um, they're they're fighting and oh, you see the dialogue happen between Hayden Christian and Ahsoka and then he walks off into the distance and then we see that awesome shot that of yeah, of of Vader appear because he because the statement he makes I don't, I don't quite remember exactly what he says but it's. It's borderline. It's like the statement he makes before he walks off is borderline like, okay, what side of of good and evil is that statement yeah. on, right? And then he walks off in the distance. You get the shot of Vader and him fl- flopping back and forth. And then, um, geez, man, Ahsoka's just looking at this, trying to figure out what's going on. And you, she, she knows what Anakin becomes. And then she's like trying to question her own mastership, I guess. Like, what will I become? 
I don't yeah. know. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Or what overall. can I, I? I think she also kind of sees it as like, um, sort of like an almost an infection, like the dark side. And she knows because of her master that she has some of that in her. Yeah, that potential. And there. she she's the potential to pass that on. So like she kind of sees it as if she stops and doesn't mm-hmm. do any of that, well. Instead of just like kind of like avoiding it, she kind of sees it. If I don't do anything in the master, uh, being a master, then there's no way for me to pass it on. But yeah. there's also no way for me to pass her for her to pass on the good. Yeah, if she does that as well. So I think she kind of has struggling with that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, we jump back to the the space bridge, Tyler. Can I say uh, real quick? Yeah, on the siege of Mandalore, it was cool when like Anakin walks up behind her and he's like. I don't know this battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A, that oh, was, yeah. That was cool. That was like a cool that. little line, you know. Well, it's just, it was another one of those moments of, like, him actually being, like, cool and kind of charming and, yeah. like. Yeah. Like. Getting a moment. Like, yes. Yeah. It's like, just, like. Redemption, man. I'm yeah. telling you. This whole thing has been, yeah, like. Because yeah. he said, like, she mentioned, like, yeah, this is after we split. And he said, I think he said, you did well or yeah. you f- led well. You made a yeah. good decision. Something like, like yes. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so so then we do see the the bridge again, and it's like, um, there there more dialogue that, that that's good. It's good. It's very yeah. solid dialogue. And then um, we see he's coming towards her again, right? And this is where we get the second shot. This of time him he's got a red lightsaber, right? Right. It's funny you mention that because like right before that scene happened, like my wife and I are watching together, and I'm like, it's gonna be red this time. Like I I, I like made a point to say yeah. that to her, and yeah. then he lights it up, and it's red, and then it's just flopping back between Vader and him. With a red lightsaber continuously, yeah. rather than before, it was a um, it was a red and and obviously but blue right lightsaber or green yeah. no blue blue it was blue and uh, and so he, they they had this awesome battle and Anakin's doing moves where we saw that were his signature moves back in uh, episode three and episode two like um, like the the swinging it around um, on his by his elbow like where he keeps it close and he swings it like that's one of Anakin's like signature signature moves and. Uh, and Ahsoka's putting it all together. She's piecing everything together that she learned in these flashbacks, and yeah. she ends up taking the the advantage over Anakin. But you're, but as Hero said, like she doesn't go through with it. Like she or I think I guess Shimano. Yeah, Zomato. Like yeah, Shimano. Um, she she chooses to live, and she yeah. like she does not execute Anakin. Whereas if the shoe was reversed, like Anakin in that state where he was. Would have completely obliterated her. Like I mean, I mean, you think about he had that exact moment. He with did, Dooku. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Great point. Great point. Yeah. <laughs> you could have left it as is with two swords right around your neck. Except, no, yep. I'm gonna go ahead and take these lightsabers and just completely decapitate you. Yeah. That was the decision he made. And yes. But she chose the opposite. Yes. So, um, and then after that, uh, she, they kind of like they show her in the water uh, after that. But uh, the the search that Hera's doing on the outside, and then the, that whole sequence kind of wraps up because they, they end up saving her. And uh, <laughs> did anybody else get taken aback when uh, we see Ahsoka, like she's resting, right? And then she wakes up, but she doesn't have the headgear on. Like, I was taken aback by looking at her head without the headgear on. It was, it was a little strange I mean, for me. I mean, it was a little odd, yeah. Wait, um, wait, say that again? She Like, she normally wears, like, this headband yeah, over her yeah. head. But, like, when she was resting and, like, they had her in the bed and everything, they had all the armor and stuff off. And so it was, like, it was, like, her bare head. Oh, and dude, it I'm, was, I, I must not. Yeah, I must was, completely miss that. I don't know. I, I thought it looked kind of strange. I but, guess I completely missed um, that, yeah. But, yeah, it's because I feel like it's the first time I've ever seen Ahsoka without anything, like, on True. her. True. Yeah. It's probably probably accurate, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it might be the, the very first time. Yeah. So um, it was in- interesting. But then... Uh, 
they get the idea with the Purgles, uh, the the whales, the space whales. Yes. Um, and you were leading up to it, T Roll, about um, the the drama of mm. of of the whales, and uh, it was very interesting because uh, Hera and Ahsoka were like, "Hey, uh, Carson Teva, like you need to like stall. You need to like get yeah. get us some yeah. time." And uh, this this character who's been around like a Mandalorian has mm-hmm. has been very pivotal in in, in really several has, in yeah. several sequences mm-hmm. that have happened. Several big moments. Yeah, and uh, this moment here, he's like trying to stall, and he's like, "Well, it's classified, right?" He's talking to the other the yeah. uh, the other uh, rebel forces, like the ships, and he's like, uh, uh, "Or I guess New Republic is right. where they are." Yeah, right now. and uh, he. He's just like, oh, I can't really say anything about it, right? And then he's like, okay, fine, like because they threaten him. Like, yeah, they, I'm gonna, you're not gonna believe me. You're yeah, not gonna believe yeah, fine, me. you're not gonna believe me though, right? And then as he's telling the story, like you see it playing out, like uh, yeah, uh, Ahsoka coming out onto the uh, the ship and walking up to the Purgle, the the biggest one apparently, yeah. right? And uh, this scene right here with the Purgles, like it really takes me back to uh, when Ezra and uh, Thrawn were were going off, and the Purgles Purgles were chasing after him. I guess I don't know if they're really chasing, but um, yeah, the, that whole sequence. I really feel like this next episode we are getting Ezra and Thrawn. Like it has to, it has to happen. Uh, you, you, it makes you, sense. Yeah, it would make so much sense, um, especially when you're thinking about okay, so we're going into episode six, right? Mm-hmm. Um. You need an episode. Essentially, what you need is an episode to introduce them. Yep. And then an episode to set up the finale, and then Create the finale. conflict and finish. Yes. Conflict, yeah. And then ha- have an episode to actually resolve that conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so, I mean, the the whole sequence where she's talking to the Purgles, like with the Force, like it's. I mean, I enjoyed it, man. I didn't think it was. Yeah. I didn't think it was like childish or I didn't think it was like I don't know it fit it fit the universe I feel like it like I I think it also fit well with what she had just done like I feel like she she had to get to herself right with the force in a way before she you know got you know interacted with the purple and that's what she was doing she was getting right with the force and then that allowed her to open up to you know these beings that are very well connected with the force as well And so then we see the Purgle open his mouth, and uh, she uh, and Hu Yang pull the ship inside, and then they, it closes. Were you, was anyone else disappointed that Hera didn't go with her? Yeah, uh, yeah, you, I was. Can you yeah. explain to me why not that didn't happen? <laughs> I feel like she had to, I don't know, like tie up loose ends with the New Republic. Um, I feel like that's the only reason why, because I mean, think about it. Like if Teva's just left behind, and Hera yeah, and screwed. Ahsoka are off with the Purgles, right? Like, what's he gonna do? Like, oh, I don't I know. Guess that's like, true. Yeah. I, I went off on an unsanctioned mission with the general, and uh, they left yeah. me. Like, what? Yeah. What's he gonna say? Just in my mind, feels like she could use some help. So good. Oh, yeah. for sure. But I, I do feel like there was like this. I don't know. I, uh, the The only thing I can think of is is possibly they needed the, the story needed a force sensitive person on both sides, and they knew Ahsoka had to go across. So. Yeah leaving and they didn't they, and yeah, they weren't yeah, going to yeah. leave Jason on that side with without his mother. So she was kind of forced also storytelling wise so to stay Jason's on that fault, side. So you're saying it's Jason's fault. Yeah, it's always yes. his fault. <laughs> so yeah. so she actually is a good mom. Is what you're saying. Yes. Like, okay. So she, well, she's well, actually, gone through, no, she's I'm, gone I'm saying the, the story forces yeah. her to be a good mother in this moment. Okay. 
Yeah, good point. Good point there. Because um, she, we, we did say that she is potentially the worst mother for bringing him along. No, and then you guys said that. I, I think she's I, a great yeah, mom. You, oh yeah, now you do. I don't. I don't. I don't remember yeah. what I said last no, week. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but I. But I do think that 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 would be yeah. a possible explanation. Storyline wise, mm-hmm. they knew they needed somebody who was force sensitive on their side yeah. of yeah. the, you know, the universe for yeah. a storyline further down. I was I was very interested as also when uh, the Purgles entered space and yeah, it how so cool. how they were going to enter. Yeah, uh, I was like, are they just gonna? Okay, first of all, it's got to be the first living thing I've ever seen in any Star yeah. Wars or anything else that could live in space and on a planet. I, I mean, honestly, I think you're right. To be yeah, able yeah, to breathe yeah. and. Mm-hmm survive in space and in the atmosphere, in the atmosphere. Of, of a planet in yeah. gen- and in general not be evil because most <laughs> things that are like yeah they're very, do- they're very docile for the yeah. most part right like yeah, but like nothing lives in space like right in the yeah. cold of space nothing you know like it's so unique to you know me. it's kind of interesting because i mean they're technically like like space whales right like what if when they enter the atmosphere like they're that's them taking their breath with their blowholes right like that's what i'm wondering and then like, when they go to reverse. space like the space is like the ocean right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah that's honestly yeah and then they it hit the streams that way, yeah. Yeah, why not right why not yeah but i thought it was really cool to watch them like they open the open their like tail area and then just yeah. like blast off and, yeah like, it was so cool man so so cool and uh so as as the episode ends like we're left waiting and anticipating to see where Ahsoka and Huyang go. But you know what? I have a I have a small theory that we're not gonna get Ahsoka at all in this next episode next episode and it's all gonna be like Hera dealing with like the politics of it. No. And I, honestly, yeah. And then and then we'll get Ahsoka back in the penultimate. You know, they do a good job. I feel like every I'm trying to think most episodes lately have been like one storyline. Like, it, yeah. they haven't, like, been bouncing back and forth between... Yeah. I could see being, like, a split episode where we don't get Ahsoka... Right away. But we do get Hera dealing with the stuff, like you were saying. In politics, yeah. But we get a... Balin? They, yeah, yeah, we get the ba- we get the Balin and Sabine okay. Okay. part of it. So, yeah, I, I like that. Well, the Balin and Sabine part where they actually are meeting Thrawn. Or, or yeah. like, they are... Or they're just getting to this, into the this different of, galaxy. Of Thrawn. Yeah. yeah, or, or maybe not even that. They have to find him still. But maybe he's on. We're okay. We're they're again. They're going to a different galaxy. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that means there's different planets, different systems, right? Like I mean, theoretically. Theoretically, yeah, sure. I, well, I think the idea is that they're basically going to be led directly to him. I think that's kind of like the that's the point of the coordinates. Like you're going to be like real close right. to the it, ballpark. You're going you're to be in his kitchen, dude. Yeah. Like, like, you're gonna be right at the there. very yeah. at the very least, you're going to be. On at the planet where he's at. Yeah, I like, know. I will say if there's any Easter eggs in the the closing, like you know, um, credits, which feel like Game of Thrones, like they do, the don't they? Yeah, don't yeah, they? The way this, it's, yeah. it's like it's showing you a bunch of different coordinates, like different planets with like alien language. Yeah, and so like, what if they just have to? I mean, they're not. They don't have the time to do this, yeah. I guess. But like, it would be interesting if they played into that. Like that's been in front of us this whole time. Yeah, this map that they have to go from this planet to that planet to this planet. You know, yeah. they probably can't do that for the sake of time. But I don't want them to just show up and it's like, oh, there's Thrawn. I I expect <laughs> them to have to have some sort of difficulty. I don't know what. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, honestly, they're probably going to show up in the middle of nowhere and they're going to be like, oh, okay, where are we going to go next? And like, they get attacked by the Thrawn's fleet. Is what yeah. Well, it, it would happen. almost be cooler <laughs> if it would almost be cooler if like Balin and Shin needed Sabine's help. Like they all have to work to. Yeah, like that would be cool. Sabine be has cool. been convinced. Like this is my only way to get Ezra. Yeah, they're all kind that, of 
Okay, what would be interesting is that they've leaned in pretty hard to the whole, like, relationship of, like, being able to, like, sense people and things like that. Yeah. It'd be interesting if the relationship between Sabine and Ezra is still strong enough to where she can feel (laughs) where Ezra is. And that kind of gets them to where, yeah. you know, or Ezra maybe, is slash Thrawn. Or just maybe ha- Ezra can feel, and this whole time, however long he's been gone, he hasn't felt of anyone. Yeah. Because there's been no one anywhere near him. That yeah. would be super cool. Like, you just see, like, and a moment of him, like, meditating, and he's just, like... He senses... Him, like, exactly. He's, like, that, yeah, that'd be eyes cool. open, okay. he's, like... Maybe just, like, a little smile. Now and we're talking, just, like, yeah. Now we're talking. Um, that's good, man. That's good, because... If I remember correctly, when Thrawn and Ezra left, like Thrawn left with like a fleet, correct? Right? Is I believe so, yeah. yeah. And Ezra left by himself. Yeah. So like literally by himself on Purgles. Like that's that's that was the, the extent of it. Yeah. So I mean, what if this whole entire time like Ezra's been just surviving because he's he's faced countless attacks, right? They're like, hunting him down. Ez- yeah. Or or the flip side, Ezra gives in and he becomes part of Thrawn, and then he's yeah. not the same person there because he's he's conflicted with evil now. That'd because be awesome. Yeah. So man, what if we get that uh, that crazy twist where Ezra is actually the villain of this entire thing? Like that'd that would be, be wild, yeah. dude. That that would be cool. Uh, there's also the idea of like, okay, so time passing in this other galaxy could be an issue. Mm. Like where? How does time flow? You know. How yeah. long has Ezra been gone? Actually, yeah. like how how long does he perceive? Were they gone hours or were they gone like yeah. millennia? Is like, it, yeah, yeah, like is it how long has it been? You know, I mean, of course, some of it's been given away because we see we know who the actor who's going to play Ezra is, so we know it's not been you know like probably decades. But you know, with the way they're playing it, I mean, who knows how long if it feels for him on Correct. his side? Yeah, how long it's been since he has actually jumped across? Yeah. Good point. Um, Good point. So there is that, um, but it would be. I, I, feel, I feel it could be. I don't know. Uh, there's. I don't know. I feel like there's some interesting things that could be brought up. Um, you know, what if there's? I, I feel like there's something with Morocco. I, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like there's like. It, was he just a throwaway character? Is there something more to him? I think that's an interesting idea that we could like out it's, there. Honestly, it seems like you just throw away is what it looks like. It, it, it does look that yeah. way. Um, th- there were two more things in this episode that like I felt like the line where they're talking about life and death, and then um, and basically she she brings up she doesn't want to fight anymore, and he's and he's when Anakin says incorrect oh, was yeah. like one of the coldest. It was so cold. <laughs> it was just like it was. Yeah. It yeah. was such a fantastic moment. Like that was that was awesome. Yeah. So good, man. And then so the good. second moment was the dropping of the name Senator Organa. Yeah, yeah. So wait, what do you mean? Like uh, they mentioned, like right before they while they were still by the hinge, like uh, they mentioned, uh, like Senator Organa. Like they spoke to her, and it's a her. Yeah. So which means it's not okay. Oh, so okay. So. That's Leia. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. so that they're mentioning Leia in that moment. Okay. Which okay. is a cool idea. Which brings up on the idea is there a chance that we see a young Leia, like an in between Leia? Hmm. Uh, so that could be interesting. Uh, like middle like, age. Yeah. Middle age Leia. Right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because after, okay. I guess, and you know what? It's after return. So yeah, yeah. you're right. It's still young. It's, yeah, still it's, young it's Leia. Between six okay. and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, by the way, real quick before we go, 
Ahsoka does her convenient little time memory. Yeah, you know, but we, I feel we got a little more explanation, well, she, explanation she, yeah, about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Doesn't change the fact that it's like, you know, did Anakin teach her that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't see that in the flashbacks. I mean, you know, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. They needed a way for it to work out. Um, but I still don't know how she knows where to go. And she, I guess that's kind of the funny thing with Hu Yang. Like, well, he's like, like, are we going the right way? And she's like, right. I have no idea. Yes, yeah, good point. Yeah, you're right. She does <laughs> I thought say that. that was hilarious. Which, and you know what? She's trusting in the Force. Like, this is her fully trusting yeah. in the Force. This is, and like, this is like in Yu-Gi-Oh! where you just you know, <laughs> believe in the heart of the cards. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, be careful. Don't get sent to the Shadow Realm. Like, we don't, we don't want that to happen. <laughs> They're going to the Shadow yeah. Realm, bro. Yeah. They're great. in the Shadow They're, Realm. Yeah, they are. I do yeah. think I can't wait to see, like, like, when they show up, I hope that, you know, Thrawn's fleet's like, oh, look, it's just some more space whales. Oh, um, yeah. Totally, like, not worried about the space whales at all. Yeah. Little do they know, there's a ship in there. But I think I, I think I, Shimano called the shot. I really think that there's going to be a scene where Ezra's, like, meditating, and he's going to, like, recognize yeah, the... Yeah, that'd be really the, cool. Yeah. Shimano, if that happens, I promise you, yeah. you're going to get, your phone's going to get lit up. I promise yeah. you that, okay? But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, other than that, man, overall, great episode. I fully was... I was the first one to see it, and I sent you guys, like, a, this text message that put this episode on like a pedestal like it was yes you it was, did it was the it was an incredible episode and i, I apologize if i ruined it, the episode for you because i overhyped it but you did it was incredible. you didn't ruin it i shouldn't say ruin ruin's a strong incredible. word it was yeah. a phenomenal episode yeah but you technically did lead me on i led you on okay so because yeah. i thought yeah because for me like all that st- nostalgia stuff didn't mean as much to me it didn't it i'm didn't. like over here thinking we're getting thrown we're yeah, getting no. ezra we're getting thrown we're getting ezra I'm gonna, uh, I mean, once again, it fed into me. Yeah, like, good, I like I, good. I, it. It, it, yeah, it fueled sure. that. Sure. Yeah. which showed even more. Which, which Shimano ended up texting me individually. and was like, "Dude, that was amazing." And, I, and then I did say, "Dude, I'm sorry if I overhyped it for you." Whenever he never responded to that, which is okay. He left me on red, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm, I'm sorry, T. Roll. For now on, if it has anything to do with like nostalgia, Clone Wars, or anything, I'm just texting Shimano straight. Like that's it. Yeah, I mean, just my bad, my bad. Yeah, dude. just save your thoughts for the pod, dude. You, you know, it, it is what it is. But uh, incredible episode. But and I'm glad we're on this journey with you guys for sure. Yeah, it, it has been good. Um, there's only three more weeks, right? Yeah, that is correct. Three more episodes. So okay. So to all of our listeners, uh, thanks again for listening. Be sure to come on back for next week's review of episode number six. Uh, we will be here to review it. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, a reminder to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Share the podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. And come back next week. For my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. You peasants.